All right, hello everyone. It's uh, definitely a pleasure to be here with you guys. I know it's been a while. Um, definitely lots of good things happening all around as we decreed and declared that all 2021 was going to be an amazing year. So we are still in agreement. The year it will be filled with prosperous wonders and uh, definitely all kinds of breakthroughs, miracles here in our lives. All right, all together in our finances, in our mind, in our uh, bodies, in our hearts. Um, so we definitely touch and agreeance on that on a few segments uh, segments back in 2020. Um, and of course, God is a God that um, fulfills all his promises. So with that said, I'm definitely glad to be with you guys once again. All right. And I have, of course, you know me. Uh -huh. Yeah, I definitely have been reading my Bible. There was a particular lesson that I was actually reading on that I have been meaning to want to address and just kind of speak on, sort of say. All right. And this will go to First Chronicles chapter 10. We're going to look at, it says here, chapter 4. Well, it's, verse, it's chapter 10, verse 5. Okay, it's four through five. All right. So as I was reading, um, which I was not intended to think that there would be a, you know, something so soon, quickly into the chapter that God would be speaking to me. But um, yes, he definitely did. And I, of course, was like, of course, uh, blown away from just the. The whole aspect of uh, of wanting and just desperately in mesmerized moment, sort of say or feeling. So, with that said, I just wanted to um, give you guys just a bit of um, just a bit of insight on what I was able to pick up, and hopefully this will be great for you guys because I believe all the all the way around it is beneficial and helpful to us all. All right, so here it says in First Chronicles chapter 4, uh, I mean, verse uh, chapter 10, verse 4 through 5. So it says, uh, this is now the death of King Saul, all right? And it goes on here, it says, Saul groaned to his armor bearer, take your sword and kill me before these pagan Philistines came or come to taunt and torture me. But his armor bearer was afraid and would not do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When his armor bearer realized that Saul was dead, he fell on his own sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died there together, bringing his dynasty to an end. All right. So I was reading, as I said, in that particular chapter. All right. And when I was able to um when i was able to definitely see that chap that chapter 10 verse 4 to 5 um i was definitely enlightened and just blown away as i had mentioned to you and um yeah so just a little bit of notes that i take as you guys know i always take notes just for um just all types of different purposes so I will be now reading some notes that I've taken um, on the particular uh, here, chapter, verse 10. So it says here, 
Saul himself, okay, Saul kills himself when he knows the Philistines are going to capture him and torture him before killing him. Saul asks his armor bearer to kill him. The bear, the armor bearer refuses to kill him. He then kills himself with his own sword and dies. Then the armor bearer turns around and kills himself with his own sword too. All right. So as I started reading that, I began to ask myself, I began to just, I don't know, something just came alive into my head and I just asked myself how many times or how, you know, do we kill ourselves for our sin, for our king? Right? Would we kill ourselves for our king? Would we die with our king? Right? Because that armor bearer at that precise moment, he died. He refused to live another day, to fight another fight, to fight another battle. He, at that precise moment, died with his king. Right? And that... That definitely blew up in my mind, that whole concept, that whole idea. Do we die with our king? Who is our king? Jesus Christ, right? Jesus Christ. He is our king. He is our everlasting father. Do we die with our king? So what is die? Die means death, death to the flesh. Do we put our sins aside? Do we put our selfish us needs, ourselves, um, just turn away, run away from all types of immorality, adultery, idolatry, uh, fornication, lusting, temptations. Do we die with our king? All right. The king also went off to say there, King Saul, he said, kill me. Kill me. Okay. And the armor bearer is just... Okay, I was reading that the armor bearer did not say no, was refusing, was scared. How? Why was he scared? Was he scared? Because no, he was scared because he respected the king so much. He was, you know, how could he kill his king that he fought so many battles and fights for? Like, how would that even, you know, be in any spirit of honoration? Of who he himself was and who the king he fought for. You know? So, again, um, let's begin. Okay? Now, this is as me as I describe it. It says, this lesson teaches me a story of loyalty, honor, and faithfulness. I imagine kings are overwhelmed with so many emotions at his time of death. His whole life was finally coming to this moment, okay, this moment of death. How much fear must have been, you know, how much he uh, must he have faced to know the end was here? Finally, death was here, and it was unavoidable. He tells his armor bearer, kill me, which he just, okay, he just gets a response. So, you know, he, he just gets a response, and as he was, he says uh, that he was not expecting, but a response that he nevertheless had to respect, never be less. Okay. He had to respect that. He didn't want to accept what his armor bearer told him, but he had to respect it. All right. All right. So I imagine, uh, you know, this left him overwhelmed 
with even more emotions like proud yet sad, fear yet courage, you know, just courage in his uh, spirit, you know, for the mere fact that he was, he has fought the greatest battle of all times. All right. He has fought his last fight, the fight for his life. All right. Um, it says um, this, the, the, the last battle that he will ever fight. All right. How would he die? He had to, he had to choose at that precise moment in the hands of his enemies or here taking his own life, not wanting to, but seeing obviously the options he had at this precise moment to take his own life. It just seemed like it was the best route to take. I mean, just imagine to die in the hands of your enemies. You know, come on, these are your enemies. Yeah. So you just begin to imagine here. Um, I know it's just a brief four and five verse, but if you just kind of look in depth and feel versus just read, but feel and close your eyes and just envision this. And you begin to see how much emotions were just playing there in chapter, in like chapter 10, verse four to five. So much. All right. He knew that he was, um, they were, he would be tortured, that they would torture him, um, before killing him as probably with tears in his eyes. All right. Um, just tears in his eyes. Um, definitely he faced his last morning, his last day on this earth, his last breath. He wept, I'm sure. How many emotions ran through his mind before attempting to have the courage or boldness to even ask such a request to his armor bearer? Kill me. That image alone can let anyone uh, just completely see or try to understand the seriousness and the severeness this whole scenery displayed all right an extreme emotional one it was just an emotional scenery. there's no way that i can read um verse four and five and not sit there and meditate and think wow this this definitely was not something to sit back and say just okay and read it like as if it's just another day no or just letters you have to feel right behind that all right and uh, it just says, it goes on to say, I says, where, you know, this is pretty much one of those moments where the boys are separated from the men, so to say. The armor bearer then with honor, respect, loyalty, fear, and helpless stands before King Saul and tells him that is something he cannot do. He cannot kill his king. The one he fought for, laid his life on the line for the one he has respected so much for a long time, the honor and pride he has had fighting for this, for this reason, for this purpose, his king, Saul. He with also, I'm sure, tears, okay, with tears, all right, and, and respect, with so much respect, dignity, and honor, rejects the thought of even you know, diminishing and disrespecting himself and his king, you know, his, and, and just everything like to him, it was just, I cannot do that. Don't, you know, don't ask of me something that I cannot, I cannot kill my king. That's dishonor. 
all in one by killing his king in action. All right. He in complete disbelief cannot even begin to think that this is probably the end himself, the armor bearer. He has to, you know, probably begin to think his last battle, his last fight, his last time protecting his king. Imagine the very thought of all that being played out. And in the background, what do you hear? You hear the noises of the horses getting closer, your enemy almost approaching to destroy and kill you in such a horrific way. You must choose which way will you choose to die. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, we too must ask ourselves, as the enemy approaches us, who is the enemy? The devil. All right. The devil. As we hear him approaching our lives, our children, our homes, our finance, our health, our mind, our bodies, our everything. He's fast approaching. What are we going to do? Do we succumb to the enemy? All right. Do we succumb to the enemy or do we take matters into our hands and we choose our destiny? We choose to sort of say, take our life into our own hands and dominate, not giving the enemy the the glorifying moment to ask to even find uh, any sort of say a pleasurable moment even into killing us we we don't give you that because you would not rob us of our life because we do not give you our life if that makes sense all right we do not give you ourselves we do not give you our lives all right all right, so you have to look in depth at that verse, um, verse four and five. All right, so and we face different things in life. All right, illnesses, as I mentioned, depression, poverty, worries, broken hearted, loneliness. Okay, how will we choose? How will we choose? As King Saul, uh, you know. He um, takes and accepts the words spoken to him by his armor bearer. I will not kill my king. Gladly at the same time and appreciation. Okay. Of knowing how much, although all the wrong mistakes he's made, all the wrong, you know, doing he's done in his life. That has all led to this, you know, uh, this, you know, yet even in this very last hour, everything. Saul was able to have a moment of value that his life, who he was, was heartily, was, was, um, ultimately, all right, a man that was at one point anointed once to be king by God, but by his own foolish mistakes, rebelliousness, his own self of no discipline here. Okay, here it all led to this moment of surrender. Surrender to the enemy, fast approaching, and um, you know, just die with disgrace, a ridicule, a def you know, as as a defeat, or okay, letting the, his enemies defeat him, or. Here, choose to accept his wrong mistakes, his wrong doings and choices he's made 
Um, but, you know, even even in the last moments of, you know, kind of recapping, sort of say, in his life, in his mind, in his emotions, before the grand finale of the curtain falls, sort of say, he has a visual like, but yet here he is given a moment of honor before the curtain, the curtains close. All right. And, uh, you know, he has a choice. He's choosing to die, you know, with dignity, some sort of value. All right. All right. Um, just to the image of the character that God had originally called him to be. But, you know, fell short of all uh, of it because of his uh, mistakes in his life. But here with his armor bearer, he realized how much value he ultimately was to so many, how much his life was not just a life full of uh, disastrous or, you know, mistakes here and foolish choices, sort of say, or if you will. But in it, there was a, uh, you know, a definitely a um, a beauty in, in all that he lived in, in, you know, even our mistakes, right? Even in our mistakes, that makes us better, you know? I mean, God here, you know, he is, you know, this is it. But at the same time, God is able to show him sort of say before closing the curtains, before saying the farewell. So it kind of gives him that honorable moment in a way, if you will. All right. So, so as to say, you know, I mean, yes, the justice, the, the God is a just God, you know, he punishes and the punishment will still stand. Not that he is a, you know, oh, well, you know, he's just no, he or he just doesn't understand or he just why he could do that. No, he's a just God. But you have to must understand the punishment will stand. He forgives. Yes, we make mistakes, but the punishment will still stand. Die, you know, in and and when I say die, meaning, you know, accept, hold yourself accountable. Okay, to your own mistakes, to your own wrongdoings, hold yourself accountable. All right, so that you can grow and you can learn, even if it's the last breath you take, if you're 80, 40, uh, you know, 90, it's okay. (coughs) Excuse me. You still have time to, you know, look back, reflect, recap, and then what? Repent. There's no late time. There's no only time late is when we are here no more. All right. And so, yeah, he was able to recap and he was able to, you know, of course, own up to everything, all that he's done. And at the same time, he was, you know, even at this moment, he was able to have a beauty, even if it was just a quick minute, second per se. You know, who knows? But he did have a bit of beauty and honor and even his death. So. All right. Um, Of course, we just talked. He said a bit of honor, Um, you know, just to be proud, to be nevertheless a king, to be to be valued and looked at and respected. Okay, because here the armor bearer could have just easily been like, you know what? Okay, kill him. He kill me and then just slice his throat and just die. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that because he said, that's my king. I can't do that. Even even if it was a type of a mercy type of death, it's like, no. 
That's what you're, you know, you're not understanding. You are the king. I cannot, I will. That's like putting blood on my hands, royal blood. And see, the thing is that I serve and I protect and I honor and I, I respect this king. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just as ourselves, do we kill our king? All right. Do we kill our king or do we die with our king? Because at that moment, he too had to just think to himself. This was a moment for him too. He probably knew. He immediately knew. If my king dies here, so will I. Because these were men of honor. You see, these were men of honor, loyalty, protect and serve. You die, I die. You are my king. I serve you. If I don't serve you, if I leave now, run. If I kill you, I cannot. See, I, the, I can't do that. I can't do that. The blood will be on my hands. Even if I was to kill you and then kill myself, I would still not die in honor or peace. I would die, you know, disgracing myself, you know, my my men, the battles that I've in, the, my king, my country. It's dishonor. It's dishonor. I couldn't do it. It was just I couldn't fear. Just complete fear. All areas can't do this. I don't want to die with the Philistines. It was just you could just put yourself there. I can't. I can't. He couldn't do it. So Saul, you know, he accepts that he's yet is given a moment, a brief, nevertheless, moment of honor to just kind of understand and just accept, sort of say, die in peace. Because at that moment there, what else is there but that an acceptance of just, okay, okay. At least I feel that, uh, you know, I I have maintained honor and respect. Even if I didn't deserve it, I received it even at this moment of my death coming to me right now. So you can just probably imagine that. And of course, all the guilt and maybe just him seeing just, man, you know, I had so many people just embracing me and loving me and just, what did I do? You know, just, you could just imagine all the emotions that King Saul was probably, who knows? And he was just overwhelmed. But just that right there just leaves me in a spirit of just sadness. Sadness, but at the same time, beauty in it. All right. Sadness because, yeah, you know, we make mistakes. We ultimately do have to pay the price. Beauty because, you know, here the armor bearer still shows respect and honor to a king. That he, the king himself, deserves, thinks deserves none. Because he's been a wretched man. He's been a wretched father and so on and so forth. You know, but even in his last he was able to kind of get a grasp of what it all meant, what it all came down to. So, even the armor bearer, when you put yourself when you put yourself in the shoes of the armor bearer, you also feel empathy and and you begin to, you know, walk in and just feel the 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 fear, of course, because the enemy is fast approaching, but yet the honor. Because you don't, you refuse, no, I will not, I will honor before dishonor. No, 
I cannot. No, 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 no. So, you know, when he sees his king finally just, you know, take it out, takes himself out, he is just at a standstill. Like, what is there of me? If I leave and I run as a coward, I will be. If I kill my king and let's say try to get away, I that's dishonor. If I wait here for the Philistines to arrive, they would torture me. There's no other way out of this situation. My king is dead. I cannot fight another battle. I cannot go to another country and fight another. I can't. I don't. I can't just go and say and reapply for an application. Hey, are you guys recruiting? No, I'm a great armor bearer. No, there is none of that. Honor before dishonor. So, he sees the king dead. Finally, Saul is no more. Obviously, 100% with his own eyes, he sees not coming back. He gets his own sword and he takes himself out. Honor before dishonor. So, that has me, that had me thinking, do we honor our king? To that extent, to say, I live, I stand by that same mindset, honor before dishonor. I will honor you, my Lord, before I dishonor you, before even if you ask or even if it's just even available for me to dishonor, I will not. Do we think like that armor bearer? Are we that type of armor bearer? Because... Let me tell you something. Didn't say that the armor bearer was in there at any time, uh, you know, hurt. I'm sure if he, he was healthy and very much ready to fight another battle. Strong. But at that precise moment, he chose, no, I would not. Even if I could fight another day to, you know, another battle, another, you know, with a greater army. My king's dead. My king is no longer here. So I cannot kill my king. I cannot run like a coward. That is not how I've been trained. That is not how I've been uh, taught. That is not what is in my character. So I don't have these options. I, I, I don't feel like I want to be in the hands of my enemies. They will probably gouge my eyes out. Who knows what kind of horrific torture they would have applied on him's body. But Saul knew that. And the armor bearer knew that. So there you go. Die with my king. Because I cannot die as a coward. I will not run like a coward. I will not die as anything other than an armor bearer. I would die with my king as well. So that is what I was able to pick up there on that particular verse, chapter 10, verse 4 to 5. I encourage you, my brothers and my sisters, to definitely, you know, be encouraged, be uplifted, to always live a life that is honoration, you know, to our Lord Jesus Christ, to always love him, embrace him, and just keep him, you know, before anything. Do we die with our kings? Put him first. 
If he died for us, we must also die for him. Die meaning in the flesh. Okay? See, the king died. King Saul died. The armor bearer didn't run. And he didn't give in to his enemies. He died with the king. We must die with our king. He died on that cross. And on the third day, he rose again. So we must die on that cross. Okay? We must die, kill our sins, our lustful ways. And on the third day, we will rise again too. Pretty much saying we will live. Kill flesh, kill self, all the disgusting things that, you know, this world. Kill that. Live in the spirit of what? Wanting to be as our king. To strive to be hopeful, to be filled with faith, joy. Okay? Let love live in your heart. Let love be over. Filled in your in your jars of all, okay in your jars what is your jars your jars are within you let love overflow okay no weapons formed against you shall prosper though your enemies come against you God will set them to be your footstool so I encourage you I motivate you to motivate yourself to want to aspire to die with your King daily okay carry your cross. Carry, we must carry our own cross so as to every single day aspire to be better and better for our Lord Jesus Christ. Because one day we will not be here anymore. We will not be of existence. The body will die. The flesh will rot. But the soul will live. Okay? The soul will live on. Where would your soul be? With your enemy or with your king? That is ultimately the question. Where do you choose to have your soul? With your enemy, okay, that is going to torture you. Okay, is going to torture you. Or do we put our spirit with our king? All right, that will love us. There's beauty that will turn our, our ashes or, uh, okay, our ashes for beauty. Or beauty for ashes. There you go. All right. I love you, my brothers and my sisters. What can I say? It's been a while. It's been a minute. But nevertheless, I encourage you. I stay in the spirit of encouragement. I stay in the spirit of motivation. You know, just uh, stay in the spirit of reading your Bible. The Bible comes alive as you read it, as you entrust your spirit to welcome it to breathe it in sort of say taste it like food when you enjoy your food taste it and you will begin to not just read you'll begin to feel okay these 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 uh characters these people these kings these children these is all the people there will just come alive and you begin to feel I'm not, I'm not sure how I can explain that to you but you begin to feel even the spirits as you read them, like, whoa, you know, some of them are bad. Some of them are good. Some of them leave you shocked. Some of them leave you just, just, oh my gosh. They just leave you so just mesmerized, just uh, so filled with passion, just in disbelief of how much, you know, just the Bible can do. It's good. It's food for your soul. Please, I encourage you all to read your Bible. Uh, 2021 is here. We are blessed. We are walking in victory. We defeat the enemy. 
All right. Um, we defeat the enemy in all areas of our lives, our finances, our health, our, you know, just our hearts, our joy. Every single area or part of our life is, is going to be defeated. It's going to be we're going to dominate. All right. The enemy has no win. All right. And um, I really, truly just want to just say in Jesus, we are more than conquerors. Without Jesus in our lives, we are nothing. Absolutely nothing. If you think that you are a great value, if you think that without Jesus, you can aspire to be great and you don't need him, I recommend for you to get a second opinion. Okay, truly I do. Repent while there is still time. Because when time is out, there is no coming back. Read your Bible. It's good. It's food for the soul. Again, I am here with you, my brothers and my sisters. It was a pleasure. Until we meet, until the next time, I do have many more segments that I really want to talk about. I'm excited. Um, I just, I really, um, I just want, I have so much to share with you guys too. I truly do. But until the next time, all right, may God keep you. May God bless you. And um, what can I say? It's 2021. The spirits are alive. They're filled with passion. And Jesus Christ is full in, in full effect. All right. Breakthroughs. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. See you guys. Bye.